Hey everybody, I'm Boogie. I'm Head. And this is Block Talk. We are Cement Block Productions. We're a small production company, minority owned by the way, that helps small businesses grow their social media platform. And this is our podcast. Me and TJ have been friends for quite some time and we met in the craziest of places. Yeah, prison. <laughs> so, you know, we're doing it just to, you know, further everything for us business-wise and, you know, just trying to stay out the way. It's entertainment. It's fun. That's all it is. Yeah. And we cover a wide range of topics. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like to say the three S's. Sports, society, and simps. Because we got a problem with all three. And you realize that me and Head agree on a lot, but there are some things that we will just not see eye to eye on. And that's fine, because that's part of podcasting. Anyway, we hope you enjoy the episode and you continue to enjoy it. And uh, follow us on Instagram at cementblock underscore productions, on TikTok, on Instagram, all that good jazz. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe the video on YouTube also. Yeah, if you want to follow us personally, my Instagram is da underscore honcho, H-O-N-C-H-O-5-9. And with that, enjoy the episode. To another episode of Block Talk, it's your boy Hancho. It's Boogie. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up with y'all today, man? Just you know, chilling. It's hot out here. It's hot as hell. Man. Um, I'm gonna knock these out real quick. You know <laughs> how special I am. Well, shout out to all our ads, our sponsors. You know everybody who fucking with us, subscribing to us, you know liking our videos, checking us out with the views. Uh, Blondie London, you know we dripping with their jewelry, man. We appreciate them for the. Uh, work they putting in with us. If you go put in our promo code block down B L O K K down, you get a uh, discount off. You know, help us out, check us out. You know, they got good jewelry for men and women, necklace, bracelets, pendants, whatever y'all looking for, man. They got y'all. And that's twenty five percent off, and that's one word. Yeah, one word. Uh, Rosemount Gold. Uh, <laughs> also, it's just Rose Mild. Rosemile, I don't think about Lopez. Yeah, I know. Uh, Rosemile, shout out to them also. Block Party is one of the promos for myself and Boogie. You type that in, you get a discount. Also, Block Check, you get a 50% discount for either one of them. You put them in, you know, log in, check out their uh, inventory. They got some nice stuff. You know, we'll be receiving our little pieces from them, so we will be stunning uh, when it comes to. We joined the little rain gang. My boy over there got uh, <laughs> We're going to join the rain gang. So we'll check that out, show that off when we get it. And last but not least, Hustlers University 2.0. Shout out to them. Great uh, people there. You want to check it out. You want to 
open up things and get the minds of the creative world as i see it uh investment stocks whatever they can help you out you know my boy boogie uses them he's a great you know person so when it comes to that kind of stuff you know myself eh. but <laughs> <laughs> that's something i check out you can see it on our pages once we post some or on the previous ones uh the tiny url or on our ig go check them out hustle university 2.0 that was great read, read man. That was a good job. Yeah, I try my best. I, I see that. When I can read, I, I can do my best shit. Got it. All right. Yes, yes. But, uh, man, welcome. Welcome. Had a crazy weekend. Uh, shout out to a couple people. Shout out to I mean, you know, Party with Live. Shout out to my dad. Posted that. Um, shout out to Rose. You know, we always shout you out. Came down to the H. Yeah, came down to the H. Lisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His part. Uh, next part. Man, we shouting out to my boy Boogie for his birthday. If y'all follow him, y'all seen the post, y'all seen the turn up, man. It is real on our end. He getting old. So we <laughs> shouting out to my boy Boogie who didn't know. Uh, for y'all who didn't know, his birthday just passed, man. So, you Thank know. You, man. Also, shout out to to Pineapple Dan and Slim Burton from uh, Splash World Radio for showing up and showing out. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Tommy, unfortunately, couldn't be there. He had to work, but yeah, it's all I, love. I be hate working at night. And then it'd be like I work Friday, Saturday nights, the yeah. party nights. Yeah. The nights I, I Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday shit. You off? I'm, I'm off, and ain't nobody trying to. Oh, it's tomorrow Monday. I gotta do this. I mean, motherfuckers do gotta work though. Yeah, I know. I understand that. That's all I have to be like. Well, and then Wednesday, Thursday, they ain't shit. Yeah. Like. Oh no, this shit jumping. This is like. Though, but it's not gonna be this. Just a turned up everybody out environment. No, yeah. Yeah, we be trying to you know get. So I'm I'm looking for something different in that aspect. So. I can be off around, you know, the time to do shit, especially with a lot of shit I want to do coming up. Cause my job gonna hate me when it's time to check for vacations. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Cause they coming up. They coming up. Now that shout, shout out my boy Tommy, parole over with baby. Hey, with, the state with. of Texas ain't got no more collars or yeah, leashes around here, my boy. Yeah. I'm just waiting. I'm a post on it, but I'm waiting for the uh, paperwork to get in. Yeah. The actual discharge, release. Make it, make it legit. Make it legit. Yep. But they let me go. Say, you know, stay out of trouble. Stay uh, continue doing what I've been doing. So, hey, man, it's nothing but hustle, hard work, and dedication, man, because I can't go back. No, we ain't going back, man. So, we ain't going to talk like that. Yep, that's the shout-outs, shout-outs. So, we had a mail call. A mail we call. Mail call. We'll not into that one, jump into that one. So, I'm going to let Boogie describe it and talk about it, and then we'll go from there. All right, so we got a... Uh, DM on IG from a young man who wanted to talk about rap beefs. So essentially separating the art from the artist because his example was 6ix9ine where everybody knows 6ix9ine told in court it's public. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows that. But he's saying you know when 6ix9ine ran up on Meek Mill and spit on him and Meek Mill didn't do shit one, do we still listen to Meek Mill's and uh like is this rap beef shit even real does it affect how you think about a rapper and stuff like that so i'm gonna let you start tommy um like i said earlier i don't listen to six nine so it was never before after i heard about the little snitch and stuff i, I listened to him as he described why he told and you know why he feel 
he had to tell whatever the situation. I don't care. I don't deal with the man myself. So, oh, well, that's his life. But Meeks, uh, Dream Chaser. <laughs> Dreams and Nightmares? Yeah, I'm there. That is my nigga. I don't <laughs> care what he got going. Maybach Music Lieutenant? Yeah, Maybach, man. <laughs> I like this Maybach music. Yes, I am down for my nigga Meeks. I don't care what happens. Like I said, I don't care. And this isn't for any kind of beef. I, I have a couple beats that I'm going to speak on that just always been fantastic to me, but I don't care about their personal life. Yeah. I already kind of feel like rappers rap about a lot of shit that they ain't out here doing. So when the beefs come up, and I know you ain't about to see no real fight. You ain't going to see no old school shit that was going on. You're They're going to rap, and they're going to beef across Twitter. Yeah. IG. Shit like that. They're not pulling up. Like, nigga, y'all worth millions. Y'all can meet up and pull up wherever the fuck y'all want at whatever time and it's not happening like that so i don't care about that beef shit like it is what it is meeks i shout out to meeks i'm jamming meeks all day in the car whenever just doing whatever i fuck with me so him getting spit on hey that's your personal life he got to do with that shit <laughs> make it make a live ass song about it that's all i ask <laughs> make a live ass song would you it. bump a song about being spit on yeah uh, if he if he can say nigga spit on me and then I did such and such and such and such and such and go the fuck off, I can kind of respect that a little. Okay, because it was a live song, but I'm I'm make sure nigga got spit on. <laughs> you think it spit on? See, I think that they wanted our perspective about this though, because we came from prison to where, you know, snitching and being spit on are two big parts of like the prison culture where. I mean, as a snitch, a lot of units, you're not allowed to walk, which for people that have never been to prison that don't know what that means, it's like you're literally not allowed most of the time in general population. Like they separate yeah. you for your safety most of the time. Protect the custody. Yeah, because sometimes like if you I mean, you can deny it. You can say, no, fuck that. I want to walk the yard. A lot of times a lot of people don't want you where they're at because we're all doing our own shit. Yeah. So they'll fuck around and smash you off. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll take you out the cell block and they'll roll you somewhere else. And it's crazy just speaking on, you know, how it is in prison. You'll never know how fast word can get through a whole unit before you can be rehoused. It's like a like, girls' high school locker room. That's what I'm saying. I've seen guys, I tell you, I've seen them just hit the unit for whatever I was doing. I was outside, I see them just coming on chain, get in the dorm. Well, okay, we got open bunk. So I know a group of these guys going to come down here. And as soon as these guys come, they one person is sectioned out like, hey, man, we already know about you. I'm like, nigga, they ain't been on the unit for two hours. How yeah. the fuck y'all know about it? That's facts. But it happens that fast. And like he said, certain dorms, the dorms I kind of was in, it was on some don't impact, don't put your stuff up. Yeah. Go, go ahead, ahead and just leave your shit now. at the door. Leave it at the go door. Go ahead and leave now. And if not, then we're going to flush you and you're going to leave either way. Flush you means that we're going to beat the shit out of you yeah. so bad that they're going to have to roll you out of there. Yeah. You, you're you get basically you flush down the toilet. Yeah, you're going to carry out. Yeah. So with that, I just like, hey, that's how it is. But it always shocked me about how fast word spreads. And like you said, I tell people this. I told somebody this the other day. I say, as a man, I'm not speaking on how y'all feel about women, but as a man to get slapped, to get spit I, on. I think spit on is a different level from being no, slapped. No, I know, though. but I'm saying these to me in my mind, they're yeah. The spit is just there. Is nothing above being spit on by another grown man. That to me, 
he he took all there's no respect he was a whole hoe out here like he think he got a pussy you're in the wrong unit because you got a pussy if he if you allow him to spit on you and i told somebody else that i say man you know if your partner or somebody else that you watching the involvement they want to fight because if they get spit at or hit and they look around before reacting they really don't they're really looking for confirmation, like, ah, did that really happen? Yeah, nigga, you spit on you. It's wrong that you cheat. I don't think necessarily they're looking for, like, did he really spit on me? I think more so, like, fuck, did anybody see that? Because yeah, they, I think if they're, like, if nobody saw that, I could kind of let it go. And it maybe out. he'll be talking bullshit. And I'll just be like, like, that's cat, bro. You never spit on me. Because yeah, nobody saw it. But I don't know. Somebody's always watching that's facts. I mean, look, that's why I don't understand the point of looking around. It's like, look, he spit on you. He let you know there are no more words to be said. Bro. Yeah, it's, yeah. And like I told you, I told y'all about the episode when the guy got slapped, and he was just like, "Huh? Oh, oh, that's crazy." Yeah, like he was just shocked. Nah, nigga, it's crazy. You just fight back like that. Like I said, being slapped and spit on is top notch for Yeah, I don't see nothing. It's nothing else we can talk about. It's no way to go around this. Like I'm not gonna be cool with you even if I beat you up at this. No, like that's like, that, that's it. That, Cause in my mind, I'm gonna always think about how you spit on me. Yeah. How you thought I was just so low and so so much of a whole ass nigga that you can cock your jaws <laughs> that you can get from the bottom of your throat and <laughs> you can bring that. <laughs> I'm sorry for that noise. But you could just walk and bring in your mind. You said like I'm about to spit on this nigga. Yeah, because you got to think about it. You had to think about spitting on somebody. And you it. had to get the phlegm ready. Yeah, and, and why you... Oh, you're a whole-ass nigga. It's like you just really thought about me being a whole-ass nigga as you brought that from your guts. Mm -hmm. And when you caught your lips to spit, you just was like, oh, well. Yeah, got all your boogers ready. Yeah, you did. Because you want, you want to make sure there's a nugget yeah, in there. Yeah, bring the nostrils and everything. Yeah, bring everything into it. <laughs> so, well, like, if you see somebody doing... And then you still let them spit on you, that's like... How... But I mean, this is my thing, right? Would you be frozen for a second though? Because I think for a second, if I see the motherfucker go, I'm like, is he clearing his nose or is he doing what I think he' about to do? Now, like I said, thankfully, I've never listen. I've never been slapped. I've never been spit on. You know, knock on wood. Thank you, Jesus. Because if I see a motherfucker, like I'm gonna be like, there's no way. Like there's no in my mind when I be able to process that. Be I'd be like, no, like. No, bro. No, there's no way, bro. Yeah, I can't, bro. I'm like, I'm a grown ass man, and so are you. We're not children on the playground. There's no way you gonna spit on me. But, but uh, I, I don't know. That shit just that shit funny to me. And I, yeah. like, I've seen a couple people get spit on. That was tough. Look, I, I, a few people. I've done it. Yeah, yeah, I got beat up. Look, I slapped somebody. I've never spit on anybody. But because nobody's ever got me to that level to where I'm like. I literally hate you so much as a person and I view you as such an insignificant speck, I'm going to spit on you. Well, with my incident, it wasn't, I didn't think nothing of that kind of factor with the person. Yeah. But you know, with me being small, I've had a lot of bigger guys not want to fight me. Yeah. So they'd be like, you're too little, you're oh. too that, you're too that. And yeah. I'd be like, bro, I know how to fight. Yeah. So I'll fuck my size. I know how to fight. Everybody I was fighting with growing up were older and bigger than me. So I felt like, bro, you're just really calling me a hoe. Like, you're really making it seem like because I'm little, I can't fight. Like, I'm not worth your time. Yeah, like, you'll fight one of these other dudes, but I want, I really want to fight. Yep. And they were like, he, little nigga this, and da 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 da, kind of one arm pushed me away. Yeah. Kind of all that. 
And they're I, trying to belittle you. Yeah. I mean, I, it's another form of belittlement. Yeah. And like, they're not spitting on you, but they are belittling they, you. Yeah, so I, I spit. And if, I mean, because if you do spit on them, though, they do. It's like, yeah. okay, now you have to fight and that, me. And that's what, that was yeah. my thing. It was like, okay, I'm not going to get you to fight me by talking shit. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. I say, I don't want to just run up and punch you. Yeah. But I want to fight. I want to give you a fair fight. Yeah. And that's where I felt the spit was necessary. Now, after I spit on a man, Ooh. Told you. I looked at my partner. like, why y'all allowed me to do that shit? Because <laughs> yeah, the nigga, he had on me. But like I, I got my point. I wanted to fight. Yeah. So, yeah. That was the point that. came across. Yeah. So, uh, just to touch back to the original 6ix9ine and me. Um, so, this is my thing, right? Is 6ix9ine a snitch? Yes. It's on paper. It's court documented. He told. Now, listen. Whether you think that his reasons for telling are justified or not, Man was facing 65 years. These people that he surrounded himself with, that he entrusted all his money to and, you know, entrusted with his career, fucked his baby mama behind his back, tried to kill him, tried to rob him. Like I said, whatever you feel about it personally, that's a personal opinion. And this is my thing, right? Him spitting on, spitting on Meek Mill. Like I said, I like Dreams of Nightmares. And I was telling Tommy off podcast, I have a bunch of 6ix9ine in my gym playlist because, like I said, it's really more so, honestly, shout out to his producer because... Six nine says he's like, bro, I'm not that great of a rapper, bro. But he's like, but I know like what people want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, whether you like it or not, bro, he's a star. He makes millions of dollars. Yeah, he's Yeah. So this is my thing, right? People want rappers to live this lifestyle. I kind of don't. Because this is the thing, right? If Meek Mill would have fought him back, what do you get out of that? Like I said, you still got spit on. Not only that, think about it like this, right? And this is I'm gonna kind of take it to an extreme, but like we knew King Von lived that life. Yeah. Like his music was so. T- I love King Von, bro. Like yeah, I, his, I, I love his shit. I took a stripper to the O. Like I, I love I that. Earlier today I was into it. But so saying that, this is my thing, right? We knew he was about that life. Again, that being said, look what happened to him, bro. He died for living that life. Yeah. And we could have got so much more great music. Not only that, the man, you know, has kids and shit like that, and you know what I'm saying. What, what other, whatever other things he would have had going for him in his life. Yeah. Which is upsetting, but we know tons of rappers that live that life, though. And you know, you live by the gun, you die by the gun most of the time. So I mean, a lot of times, like a motherfucker gets famous, I really kind of don't still want him to be in the trenches, bro. Like, yeah, that's this is my thing. Like, like, like with T. Grizzly, uh, T. Grizzly, right? We know he did time in the feds. He talks about certain shit that you and me can relate to. Not only with stuff in prison, but also shit out of prison, like shit you had to do to get money when you were desperate and didn't have no money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. We can relate to that type shit, like that type of lifestyle. And I'm like, I get it. And then he made a song where his his brother came home, right? His brother came home from prison. And his brother was still on that like street shit. So his brother came home. He got caught with the blicky. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the blicky is the tool, a uh, weapon, all alleged YouTube. But you know what I'm saying? He, he had that issue. Got caught up, got violated his parole, got sent back. T Grizzly made a song where he was like, bro, we grown ass men now. We ain't got to do this shit no more. We already did that shit. He's like, we got the credit. He's like, can't nobody ever say that we weren't in these streets. We didn't do this shit. He's like, but it's over now. We men, we got kids, and we got people depending on us with this money, which I really felt because I was like, damn, bro. Like, again, even though we did this certain street lifestyle and we went to prison and we did whatever we did, you know what I'm saying? I'm not still out here in these streets, bro. And I remember he said a line, bro, that stuck with me to this day that I really had to think about when I first heard it. And he was like, I love my hood, but you'll never see me go there. You know what I'm saying? And then he ends it with, 
he's like, uh, love your hood, nigga, fuck your hood. Get uh, get a house off a of coast and live good. And I was like, yeah, because I was like, damn, bro, like, I get it. Like, you want to say you love your hood, but really, honestly, what is the hood really giving back to you, bro? Because I'm gonna be honest, that really made me think about it. Where I was like, damn, bro, the, the hood don't really want to see you succeed. Because think about what the hood like actually praises, right? They want you to do bad in school. Think about it. Like, my attendance was terrible. My grades were terrible. You know what I'm saying? You getting in fights all the time, putting your life in danger, not only with physical fist fights, but sometimes, like I said, man, sometimes, you know, you got you to you carry the hammers and shit like that. And like when I really think about it, right, I'm like, the only thing the hood gave me really was a fucked up mindset and like anger towards this invisible man that's trying to keep me down because yeah. I was born in this poor situation. Yeah, low income situation. Yeah, where it's like, I get it, but. I, I feel that in... Like I, I'm, I tell everybody I know I'm born in Canada, but I was raised in Acres home, so I always, I'm always in the area. Yeah. Now I love my hood. Yeah. I love it to death. But at the same time, I, it's no reason for me to say, okay, I want to raise my kids there. I want to buy a home there, or just really just live back in that situation. Yeah. When, like you said, the mindset from coming from that. Built me up to kind of where I'm at. I mean, yeah, I went, I went through all that shit, but at the end of the day, I don't want to be in that kind of situation no more. I want to live better for my kids to live better and for them and their kids and so on and so on. Like, nah, fuck that. Like, like I said, like he said, fuck your hood. Yeah, because if you think about it, like I said, man, because this is the problem, right? Again, most of the time, I, I view the hood like this. It's crabs in a pot. You ever seen crabs in a pot? They all pull each other down. They don't want to, because this is the thing, they're like, instead of helping all the crabs get out, they're like, fuck that. If you're going to get out and I see you're about to get out, I'm not going to try to get out, so I'm just going to keep you down. Because yeah. we we all know people from the hood that they lived there their whole life. We know 40-year-old gangbangers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They've been in and out of prison. And you know what I'm saying? We also know 16, 17-year-olds, bro, they never made it, my homeboy. I remember my homeboy, Dougie D, man. I was talking about him the other day. Shout out Dougie D, all love, man. I remember, bro, when we were 16 years old, he had got set up by a female, uh, by a woman, and well, a girl at the time, by, by a girl, and got set up, bro, where he literally walked into an ambush, and my, my boy got popped 18 times. And it's like, that's what the hood wanted, though. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He, big gang banging, had all the respect in the hood. Bro, I remember after he died, I went to go visit his mom like twice, right? And I, I still kind of feel bad about this that I didn't go see her more, but I visited her twice, bro. Nobody gave her any money. Nobody really came to see her like that. She said I was the first person that came to see her after it happened. Nobody really came to see her. Nobody bought her no groceries. Nobody helped her out. And it's like, you think about that shit, it's like, damn, bro, like, you literally give your life to this shit. And then after you're gone, it's like, the shit moves on, bro. You're really just the body that's easily replaced. I mean, I know we get kind of deep in this episode, but it just kind of makes you think. It's like, and you know, when I was a kid too, bro, it'd be uh, same thing, bro. I'm like, yeah, man, Greenspoint all motherfucking day. And, you know, I'm going to school and growing up from, like, middle school Till later on, till I got locked up, basically in Acres Home, where like that's where I'm running around and shit like that. So I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm from GP Fofo, all this other shit. And then, like I said, bro, I got locked up, and it's like, now what? Like I said, bro, nobody wrote me, nobody sent me no money, and you know, it is what it is. But I, I'm like I said, I deal with a lot of guys from my neighborhood that I grew up with. You know, shout out to them; they know who they are. But at the same time, like you said, 
if you're making it, people who are not in that same mind frame and idea have the ideas as you are not, they don't speak positive. They're not speaking of changing shit. They're speaking about what's going on in the hood, yeah. what happened, the beefs. It's usually gossip. Yeah, and I'd be like, bro, I don't I don't care. And I cut them off. I let them be like, bro, I don't care. Because they're like, oh, but I'm just saying you got to stay knowledgeable. No, I don't got to stay knowledgeable on that. Why? Because of the simple fact I'm not living that life anymore. Like, I'm not out here running the street with for drugs, for guns, for women, for just the, the label, the name. I don't give a fuck about that shit no more. Like, back then, I wanted to be known. Now, let me be. Yeah. You know, I don't care if nobody knows my name. As long as shit getting done and needs to be done, I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to stay out the way. So, because that was my thing, man. Like, I was trying to spread the name Boogie like wildfire. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want the motherfuckers, like, when I walk somewhere, people are like, oh, what's your name? And I'm like, I'm Boogie. Oh, you're Boogie. Like, you know what I'm saying? We'll do, like, my reputation preceded me type yeah. shit. And then, like, so when you just realize one day, you're like, this shit don't really mean nothing. Yeah. Like I said, in prison, it's kind of the same mindset, though. It's like, yeah. you want people to know your name because it's like, damn, bro, like, like, yeah, man, I was over there hanging out with Head, and they're like, oh, you know Head, bro? Yeah, 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 bro, I fuck, I fuck with Head, I fuck with Buddy, I fuck with Nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with everybody. And it's like, oh, okay. Or like, you know, y'all just run down through them, like, who you know and shit like that. And it's like, at the end of that conversation, what did you really gain from that except that y'all know people in common? Yeah, that's it. But my thing is this, right? Like, I can't recall not one time, bro, where one of my OGs or, you know, one of my partners or anything that I'm doing shit with was ever like, hey, bro, make sure you go to school today. Like, hey, bro, like, like, damn, bro, you're failing math? Are you fucking dumb? Like, two plus two is four, you dumb motherfucker, go to class. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't, again, they don't encourage you to do things. But again, I mean, does it have a little bit to do with society? Yes. Because, you know what's crazy? Another, let's just quote another rapper. Kanye. I remember I was listening to a song earlier that also made me think. He's like, he's like, a black kid from the hood will learn how to buy a chain before he learns how to balance a checkbook. And they're like, because one's going to make you look rich while the other will help you be rich. And I'm like, damn, but I'm like, that's just fucking deep. I was like, bro, honestly, like, just look around your neighborhood. Talk to your friends. If you got nieces, nephews that are under the age of 18, how many know how to balance a checkbook? How many know how to properly build credit? How many people, you know what I'm saying? Like, actually know useful life skills. Already saving. Already trying to. Yeah. Money yeah, like you're 16 years old and you can open up a bank account in your name and put savings in there and let it start accruing interest. Yeah. Instead, like I said, bro, and I mean, don't get me wrong, because I mean, listen, we definitely all about the swag. I'm definitely not denying the swag. You gotta yeah. be swaggy. But I'm saying this at the same time, bro. When you're 16, 17, that's all you aspire for. You're like, yeah. I just want to get enough money so I can get some gold from yeah. you. Like, I just want to get enough money so I get a platinum chain. You're not like, I want to save enough money so when I'm 25, I have enough savings to where I can buy my first house. See, and now that I've been through everything I've been through, I've, I've really sat back and thought on that notion because for the things I was doing before I went to prison, I was bringing in a lot of money. Yeah. Like for people who know me, who knew about me. We ain't got to speak on it. They, it was just something different. If I could have put money away into an account just when I was 17, 18, making all that money, if I would have put it away and just left it there and went to prison still and came home, I would have been good. Yeah, nice as, as money wise, because um, I did that, but I wasn't thinking like that. I thought, you know what? Nobody thinks like that. Go get me a grill. We jury out, shoe game, hat game, this busted up ass car that I think is so live because it's mine. And I just pay. 
I'm thinking about all material things. Yeah. Because at that time frame, that's what we're on. We don't think about, oh, we're about to really grow up and have to deal with certain life shit. Because you know what I realize? Most people think about liabilities, not assets. Because a car is a liability. It loses value as soon yeah. as you buy it. Most jewelry is a liability. Uh, Jordans are liabilities, bro. They don't have any more value. Once you wear them once, I'm over going to want the price cut down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember one time, bro, I had bought some I bought some forces one time. And they were like some special edition forces. And I remember, uh, all allegedly, I had gained some money doing some terrible things. And I had bought these shoes, bro. They're like $400. You know what I'm saying? It was like a limited run or whatever. $400. I remember I got locked up with those shoes, dude. And I remember I was wearing them. And like I said, after that first day, after getting into like, shit, like eight rounds with that black dude. And then like for the first three weeks, just, you know, again, this bunch of youngsters, you're fighting all the time. Them things were so creased up and mangled and the front was folded and messed up where I'm like, I spent $400 on this shit and I will never get the value back. Where again, like a house is an asset. It's a growing thing that will most of the time increase in value. And not only that, you can leave it to your kids so that way when they grow up, they can start off from a better place than you started off. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't really think about that, but just kind of like tie, tie that back to do I want rappers to be living this lifestyle and shit like that? And do I give a fuck about rapper beefs? I'm going to be honest, bro. I really think most rapper beefs are fucking cap. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's bullshit. Like, the most famous rapper beef right now, right, that everybody talks about is Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. And I remember rappers were coming out there like, lock Tory up, bro. Fuck Tory. You should call the laws on Tory. And all this other shit. And guess what? I still fuck with Tory, bro, because guess what? If you got fans, they're going to fuck with you, B. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Most people don't give a fuck about the facts. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because, again, shout out Splashboard Radio. And my sister Rose, love you. We were talking about it when we are on the way to the club. Because uh, a song came on. And I was like, oh, it was a Drake song off that Honestly Nevermind album. And my, thank you. Well, anyway, my sister loved it. So did her friend. And so did, and so did Slim. So me and Dan were like, bro. Slim. Sorry. Yeah. Like listen, with all due respect, all respect. Slim's kind of a Drake nutwriter. <laughs> but all respect. But, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But, yeah, they like the album. I said, bro, if you want to listen to a good album, you know what I'm saying? I was like, you know what this reminds me of? I was like, Drake is trying to do something that's not his shit and make it his. I was like, that's like The Weeknd. His last album, I thought was shit. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it was shit. It was all right. It was mid as fuck. Tory did an album that was similar to it. You know what I'm saying? And when Tory did that album, I was like, bro, he basically did what The Weeknd was trying to do. But he did it better. Yeah. Bringing up that point, my sister was like, uh-uh, we don't fuck with Tory. I said, why not? And they're like, because of what he did to Meg the Stallion. I said, bro, have you actually read the police report? Yeah. And and they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, listen, I was like, she ain't got no broken bones, no fucked up tendons in her foot. You know what I'm saying? The doctor that analyzed her said that the cuts on her feet are congruent with being cut by glass and took glass shards out of her foot. You know what I'm saying? The only person that had a gunpowder residue on her was Megan's friend. You know what I'm saying? And there are witnesses that say they saw her waving a gun around and shoot it in the air. And then they heard that and they were like, it says that. I was like, that's in the police report. And then they're like, well, we still don't fuck with Tory. Where I'm like, that's crazy. You really actually don't give a fuck. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like I said, I and they're like, and my sister told me though, bitch, she, she was real about it. She was like, listen, I have a hard time separating the art from the artist. She's like, that's why I can't fuck with Kanye's crazy ass. And I was like, listen, Kanye's a god. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, One of the greatest. Pete, you know, Pablo. Yeah. It is what it is. That's how I feel. I, 
I don't care about what y'all rap be. Yeah, but like I, I said, I think most of them are Cap. Yeah, But speaking of Cap, Tory Lanez made a song called Cap, and it's great. Because, listen, I like Offset. Like, his music. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the motherfucker as a person. He too rich. He on my tax bracket. Yeah. He too, he too above me. He, ain't, he don't know Boogie. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't know Offset. But Tory shot a line at Offset where he was like, you talking all this and that, you want the police to arrest me. He's like, but I forgot if you want to say something back, you need Cardi B for that. Because Cardi B was the one that told him to speak out against Tory because of what happened with Megan. Because that's her homegirl. You know what I'm saying? They got a bunch of songs together. They hang yeah. out and shit like that. They got the whopping all that good shit. shit. Yeah, they be whopping shit. So it's like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? You want to stick up for your girl and this, this, that, and the third. But this is why. And listen, now it's going to start getting a little misogynistic if you're ready for it. If you can believe this on Blacktop. Listen, bro. Women a lot of times will get your ass in trouble if you let them. Because you know why, though? And I've realized this. And I heard this. Shout out Fresh and Fit. Oh, and, and Andrew Tate, actually. Uh, a lot of women don't actually understand the physical consequences that men do. Because if you talk shit to a man, there's a threat of physical violence. And we know that at all times. A lot of women don't know that, bro. Like I said, Andrew Tate told the story, right? Which I thought was crazy. He was with this girl, and they were in line, and they were waiting to get some fish and chips. They're in London or some shit. You know, they're trying to get a snack. These four dudes cut in front of the line. Okay? She's like, hey, you can't do that. And he says, shut the fuck up. He literally tells her, shut the fuck up. And listen, this man is a four-time kickboxing world champion, okay? And he's like, you shut the fuck up. And she stayed quiet. The man in front of him, his girl says, hey, you can't fucking do that shit. And her dude didn't say nothing. And she's like, excuse me, I'm talking to y'all, blah, 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 blah. One of the dudes turns around, knocks her clean the fuck out. Like, they just punch her in the face, knocks her out. And then the other two beat the shit out of this dude. Like, within apparently both of them within an inch of their life, okay? And then they didn't even get no food. They just left. So then she was like shaking the girl that he's with. And she's like, oh, my God. And he's like, listen, there are some motherfuckers in this world that do not care about going to jail. They don't care about repercussions or consequences. Yeah. They will fuck you up. They do not care that you're a woman. And she's like, see, you don't understand that I live with the threat of that being able to happen to me every day of my life. And she's like, that's why you think you can say whatever the fuck you want to whatever. Because I'm be like, how many times we've been out, bro? And women just think they could just pop the flyest shit out their mouth where it's like, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I tell women, I'm like, listen, you ain't cute enough to be talking to me like that. Like, you is not of that caliber, dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and even if you was a bad bitch, I'm not gonna put up with it. But I'm like, you know, you definitely can't say it. At least with a bad bitch, I consider it. You, you out of there. I, I tell her, hey, man, listen, I like how you, you know, defend shit, but you're a female. You can't fight niggas. Like, at the end of the day, when a female get the raw rye and a guy, what you trying to say? You know what her neck do? <clears throat> Turn to Look you. Look right at you. Now you got to step in and defend something where you be like, I really don't give a fuck about the situation. Yep. And if you don't, she going to be like, oh, you don't, you don't love me. You don't defend me. No, because at the end of this day, if these guys, that thing would have happened and she would have spoke up and he didn't stop her and that would have been them. That, like, bro, I, I know this can happen, but I don't want to seem like a whole in front of a girl, so I'm willing to take an ass but nope, not me. This is the nah. crazy part, right, is that some guys do think this. They're like, oh, even if I get beat up, she's still going to like that I stood up for me. I can tell you right now, bro, I know tons of women that have told me themselves where they're like, the most unattractive thing I ever saw was my boyfriend get beat up in front of me. 
And I was like, he just got like beat up. She's like, well, no, nah, he was standing up for him. I'm like, so hold on. He's standing up for you. Apparently some dude had grabbed her ass. Her man stepped up, got beat the fuck up. She left him. And I'm like, bro, he, he took that L for you. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, it was so unattractive. And I was like, I was like, I got to ask you a personal question. And she's like, what? I said, did you sleep with him that night? And she's like, yeah, no. She's like, I'm telling you, it was so unattractive. I'm like, bro, so you get beat up and you don't get your dick sucked? I'm like, that's terrible. But now now this this comes to this new age shit. Um, I got three people I never let myself get beat up in front of. My, my mama. girl, my mama, and my little sister. Now, them three people, they know I can fight. Yeah. Now, it's not I can't fight. But I always say this. I'm not going to allow you to get a lucky punch. Because no. that's all it takes. It, it takes me missing one punch and you barely hitting me, knocking me off balance in the whole fight change. Think about it. Everybody's got a button. If he just hit you on the button yeah, one time, it's... I know you're going to get punched in the fight. You might really hit me and change the whole dynamics of this fight. Now, I just got beat up in front of my mama, my sister, and my girl. Not going to happen. I'm going to try to avoid the situation by pulling the two. Yeah. I mean, I'm that not, or, like I said, I'm you can just calm I'm it down. I'm going to avoid it. Hey, man. This is all know. alleged YouTube. Yeah. My bad. We look, we do not want no smoke. Yeah. We want zero problems. Yeah. We're going to go about our way. Go about your way, man. We'll never run across each other again. Because I'm not about to take that. Yeah. Now, certain things that might happen that, okay, and certain shit kind of can't yeah. pass. Yeah. I'm going to fight. But if I can avoid it, I'm going to avoid it because, yeah, I'm not trying to get no hell. Listen, man. Like I said, uh, it's not even that uh, I'm too old to be fighting and shit like that because. I remember uh, somebody at work had asked me, right? Some A situation came up, and they're like, would you fight? I was like, bro, no. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, I'm going to try to de-escalate the situation first. I said, because this is the thing, bro. I was like, well, people don't understand that, again, they haven't really seen in prison. Bro, sometimes you see somebody, like, they'll get hit, and they get knocked out, and on the way down, they'll hit their head on a sharp corner of a bunk, bro. It changed everything. And... I seen somebody go into like a full blown seizure, bro. Their head is just gushing brain brain fluid and blood, and they're like literally about to choke on their tongue and die type shit over a TV, like over a channel. I'm like, bro, your life is worth not wanting to watch Jerry Springer be like at that point. It's like I don't even care. Yeah. I, I, but again, I think it's that most women don't understand the consequence. That, that, there's, that there's a physical consequence to their actions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't even work. But I got a question. It, it comes part of the uh, sure. mail call. Okay. Do you have any rap beats that you enjoy? That I enjoy, that I like? That you just enjoy, like, or a rap, a beef song. Like, uh, all right, I'm going to give you an example. I, of my, I got one off the dome right now. I got, all right. Go ahead. Hit yours first, though. Okay. So I, I got, got right I got now. four rap. Beats. Four rap beats? Yeah, I got okay. four rap beats and some of them just songs, but first one, you know, it was entertaining. The Meek and uh, Drake little yeah. incident. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that was just bullshit. I don't care. But the music that they was dropping or attempted what well, Drake was dropping to shoot at me really, really had me thinking like, damn, me, please do something. <laughs> like I like both of them. That's funny. I fuck both of them. But Drake was just like, I'm like, fight back. <laughs> Get back in the ring. Me. Stand up for yourself. Stand up and do something. And it was like it wasn't happening. No. So that's one of my. Then this old one, uh, T.I. Flip. 
I drew, that was a good that beef, bro. Good beef. Hey, I'm gonna be real though. I think Flip was has always really been slept on, but, but then Ti kind of killed him though. Ti was talking like cash money shit. Cash money shit. up in your hood. Uh, what do you say? Uh, hummingbird mouth with an alligator ass. Yeah, some shit. Mouth like writing checks if the ass can't, can't cash. cash. Some shit like that. I'm out of your way, class. And he went though. Well, he went off on his ass. He went off. And I'm, I fuck with Ti tough. I yeah. love Ti music. Flip, you make good music at your time, and I jam it still, but. I mean, good. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he did the yeah. whole Pac-Man yeah. shit. Right? Yeah, it was great. That was it was great. Uh, this was he a, dressed up like a leprechaun, bro. You remember that whole shit? Change and everything. It was it crazy. Was shit. Um, this ain't just too big. It was just two lines that I loved out of this beat was Jay Z and Wayne. Okay. Now um, I don't think that was all that because it was squashed it, almost immediately. It, was, it wasn't that. It was just two lines. You know, Jay Z was talking. Cash money shit. Talk what he said something about uh needing Birdman money to do something. Something like that. Yeah, Wayne, you talk about baby money. Let's talk about your lady money. Kidnap your bitch and see how much you miss your lady money. That's I was like, ah, that's tough. That's <laughs> tough. God, you said, you said Wayne is ice. You <laughs> said kidnap your bitch and see how much you miss your lady money. Wayne is and ice. that that was entertainment. But my number one mm-hmm. top favorite song. Cause I wasn't around for the beat. Was uh, Tupac and Biggie? Tupac uh, did the hit on fuck your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Right there, they don't make diss tracks like that. Dude. He literally came out. My first couple lines: "Fuck you, yeah, I fuck your bitch, fuck anybody who associated with you, fuck your click, fuck your click, fuck you in the click you came." Oh man, it's terrible. Fuck off. I know that's on work for work. That's my deal. Yeah, he went hard. He, he went, went off, but they don't make these songs like that no more. No. Not not like so up blunt. And this nigga had a whole video Listen. of everybody he was beefing with yeah. in his video. Like, my greatest beef of all time, which I think to this day is quite possibly the greatest beef ever because 50 Cent is petty as shit. 50 Cent and Ja Rule beef. 50 Cent and Ja Rule is so great because, bro, just read, not even that long ago, bro. A couple years ago, Fifty Cent bought out the first six rows of Ja Rule's concert, so that way when he came out, the entire first part where the lights are actually at, where he can see, is empty. I'm like, you're a terrorist, Fifty. <laughs> that is psychologically fucked. Up. And then he tells the story about it, right? Because he laughs. Jimmy Kimmel asked him about it. He's like. I heard you bought the first six rows at a job because he's like, yeah, man, this is on Groupon. There's like 20 bucks a piece or some shit. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, ain't on the 50 slang. He's like, it was like 50 cents. There's like $25 or some shit. That wasn't even that expensive. And then it's funny because then John Rule tweets back. He's like, I appreciate you giving me your money. Like, you bought the tickets, bro. Like, I didn't lose nothing. Yeah. But that was, bro. But listen, 50 Cent made a diss song to John Rule, bro. And I cannot remember the name of it right now. But I'm gonna look it up in a second. But, bro, he got a whole ass transsexual man. Well, no, it wasn't a transsexual man. It was a, uh, listen, why don't we use prison terms? Cause I don't know the PC term. He used the punk at the end of the, at the, end of the song yeah. to talk. And he's like, first off, don't be talking about Jeffrey Atkins. And you know, just gave Ja Rule's full name and then talking about like, cause that's my man. He's like, everything was all cool till 50 Cent came around. 
And she's like, because they don't know me. See, I'm a, I'm a 12th degree pink belt. Delicious. Do they know me? They don't know me. That's what I thought. And, bro, it goes on for like a minute and a half of just this book talking about how much he loves Ja Rule. And he's called him Jeffrey Atkins, bro. And it is single-handedly the greatest thing ever. How, just the shit that 50 Cent talked, bro. If y'all ever get a chance, I'm going to let Tommy talk real quick and I'm going to look up the name of the song. But it is incredible if you get the chance i want y'all to listen to it yeah i i don't know nothing about that beat rap beat now only way i know it is through eminem and he said in a song uh we tried to squash the uh beef with ja but he wasn't having it told 50 smash and blast him let him have it yeah shout out to him some shady you know the real but other than that i don't know too much about that rap beat uh also you know wayne had that one with uh oh i got the uh, name it's back down back down by 50 cent off the album get rich or die trying listen listen to that shit, son and then you can't tell me that that wasn't a great diss song and like i said 50 cent is petty as fuck bro he does petty shit all the time to jaw rule and it's great but you were saying i'm sorry i apologize Look, 50 off. cent and gilly the kid Ooh. Now, I had this conversation recently with somebody, and they, I was in the barbershop, shout out to uh, Styles and Image. Uh, I was at the barbershop, and they talked about it. They're like, man, why would Gilly really just come out, like, and say the shit that he was saying if he wasn't making, like, getting his money from the shit he was doing? Now, you know, Wayne, Wayne ain't, Wayne spoke about it inside of a rap, talked about Gilly the Kid and shit. Uh, that's when they was doing the basement back in the day. But I say that, that was just like, I believe it's a lot of people out here and there's nothing wrong with having a ghostwriter. Do you know how many songs Taylor Swift has written for people? How many songs Neo has written for people? Ed like Ed Sheeran. Like these people are silent partners in a lot of the major stars and nobody knows about it. Kanye was doing beats for Jay-Z before he even jumped on the track. Yeah. We was jamming Kanye beats from the beginning and then Jay-Z just had to tell him like, hey man, come out and you know, rap on some of your own shit. Well, no, remember so, he wanted to. Dame Dash didn't want to let, because he told him, he's like, you're better as a producer, but like your rap is yeah, just cause, I. Yeah, because his, his beats are stupid. Yeah, like, but I don't know about, like, ever since the beginning, Kanye's always been a good rapper. Like they got videos yeah. of him freestyling. Like if y'all want to watch that uh, genius uh documentary on netflix yeah it's so good bro talking about kanye talking about coming up and how he knew he was gonna be famous and shit like that yeah and he, he's like freestyling on there and stuff like that like early videos of him freestyling like just over beats where he's like yeah see i'm gonna keep that beat for myself because i'm i already got it ready and stuff like that yeah and it's like it's crazy bro just him getting the whole graduation i mean the the college dropout album ready and shit like that bro it's fucking great see that last up y'all know i already said kanye is one of my top 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 rappers of all top time. three of all time because he's and people say and he's like, not two or three. Yeah. <laughs> he's his mind is so fucking flipped and out of there. We don't know what he thinking or what's going on with him. But I jam his music. Yeah, I would jam his music all day. Again, that comes so, with separating the art from the artist. Yeah, and like, that's just that's what I do. I separate art from artists. I don't care about your personal life. Only. Yeah, just drop on the sixteenth back and forth. Yeah, I mean, listen, hey, it's great. So, but uh, other than that, uh, ain't shit really happening. I ain't tell you my job got robbed. Oh yeah, you did. 
You like, can tell me that. Yeah, tell yeah me. they they we talked about it. they now they mad and they mad. I they, mean, they mad at us. Why? Because the workers. They, yeah. Why? Because they feel like it was a setup. Oh. They said a guy went out there on his break. His Are they blaming you? Break. No, they didn't blame me. Oh. I wasn't there. They called me after it happened to come in because everybody who was working left. But um, a guy went out for his lunch break, went out the door, didn't lock it. He just went to smoke a cigarette, was going to step back and get yep. locked, and nobody locked it behind him. Somebody ran in. So they blame him. I can see why, but at the same time. I, I can see why you make that logical leap. As as a organization, uh, like for what I work for, I believe, okay, to avoid all liability on us, we can say he did this out of protocol, which caused this to happen. So, yeah. But now they talk about, oh, y'all can't take breaks no more. Uh, if y'all do take a break, y'all got to sit in our lobby. Like, shit like that. I'm like, so I work with a fast food company. I don't eat too much fast food, especially, I don't eat none of this company's fast food. So, I told him, I'm like, so you telling me you want me to work eight hours with no break, and if I do take a break, y'all, I got to sit here. I can't go get no food. So that means I can't eat for eight hours. Yeah. Oh, well, you do just understand your job. It might be, your job will be on the line for you leaving. I said, that is stupid. I say, for one, it is y'all fault that these incidents, the shooting and the robbery happened because y'all decided to change protocol. And then shit went bad, so y'all want to go back to the regular protocol, but tighten up on us. Yeah. I said, we didn't do nothing. Y'all decided to come up with these rules, even though we said we think they're bad rules already. Did something bad happen? Now y'all want to, oh, no, y'all can't do this. I told him, man, if I feel like I want to walk outside, I'm going to walk. I'm not going to sit around for eight hours Yeah, with nothing. You telling me, I if I want something to drink, y'all going to charge me for this drink. Something to eat, y'all gonna travel for something to eat. I don't eat y'all food. Yeah, I'm not about to sit in here for eight hours. And they, I literally had a whole argument with my manager about the shit. But it's just like, I don't know, that shit was crazy. I'm gonna tell you about that been part of the that's why shit think. going on at work. So I'm like, bro, if I y'all tripping now, and I, I will, uh, they said some law. I said, I was I know the state of Texas says I get a break. Yeah, you have to. This, like, you can report them to OSHA or the Texas workforce. Yeah, I'm supposed to get a break. Yeah. Oh, well, when things are slow, that's not a break. Because if anything come across this line, I'm going to have to stop what I'm doing to come attend to this right yeah, away. That's not so a break. Therefore, I'm not on break. I'm just chilling. Got downtime. Yeah. yeah. No, I want my 30. Go chill. Do what I want. And if I want to go get something to eat, I need to go, go get, get something to eat. Yeah. You can't tell me I can't. So, But they trip. They firing people for walking outside. That's wild. Literally. Talking about what happened on the weekends. So... I want to talk about Saturday. Saturday, I went out. It was just, it was me, my sister, and my dad and my stepmom. If y'all would have saw my story, y'all would have saw that we was also lit over there. Yeah. But, uh, hey, you see that street race, that foot race I got yeah. to talk about? Bro, I can't believe I, he thought he was going to beat me. How did you even attempt to do that race? You were so happy. You were uh, so happy beating him. Bro, you but was I did. That's why I, I listen. I told him I was gonna believe I was gonna beat the shit out of him. He did not look. Listen, I literally told him in the car. Right, this was not on the video. I, this was after I told I told my dad. I said, "Listen, you're old as shit, and you were drunk. I'm sober. I'm the driver. I'm like, I will dog walk you out here." And he's like, "No, you will not." 
I'm going to beat you because I'm your daddy. I was like, biologically, yes. <laughs> and I was like, but in this foot race, I'm going to spank you like a child. I was like, they're going to have to call somebody to help you. I was like, they're going to have to call the, the Veterans Affairs Office, the CPS. They're going to call somebody because I'm going to dog walk you, old man. But anyway, yeah, beat the shit up. And then got hyped because I was like, listen, you made me you made me do this race barefoot. I had to take these dress shoes off and beat you barefoot, B. I'm like, you, you know, made me do all this extra shit. Hell yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. He did try. He tried his hardest. He tried his hardest. He, he tried his hardest. But listen, so anyway, we're all out, right? We're out. I'm having a great time. The, the spot that we're at, the bartenders know me. So all the bartenders are giving me shots. Everybody's shaking my hand. You know, saying DJ shouts me out because he knows me and all that good jazz. So, you know, let's be. The women see the status and they like, oh, who that is over there? I like, who that is? I like, who's this getting all these shout outs? Who's this getting all these free drinks? Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, they kind of want to come fuck with me. Anyway, I'm at, I'm at a little baddie. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the DR. And uh, anyway, yeah, she gave me her number. Well, anyway, while I'm dancing with her, hitting on her and all that stuff, I get her number right. Well, now the place is closing. So I've been fucking with her for about like 45 minutes. So I'm like, well, listen, I got to go because I got to drive my people home. You know what I'm saying? But you get home safe. I'll take you tomorrow. She's like, yeah, bet, bet. And, uh, which that'll lead to something else. But I walk back over to where my sister and my dad are. Okay. There's a dude walking by. He starts hitting on my sister. So I stand to the side because, you know, I don't want to rain on the brother's parade. Yeah. Now, listen, I hope you were listening to Block Talk, young man, because you did a terrible job. Listen, when I say terrible, son, he is floundering so bad. And like, I, so I'm where I can see my sister's face and she's like, uh-huh, like, yeah, like, you know, like, it's awkward, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, okay, I was like, I'm sober here. We're going to, we're going to talk this out logically. And I was like, son, I was like, listen, I was like, I'm going to save you from yourself. I was like, you're not doing a good job right now. You should probably just leave with your friends. And he's like, oh, this must be your friend that's in love with you or something like that because he sounded like he's jealous. So then my sister, being the whole nigga in the streets that she is, she says, that's my brother. You need to watch your tone. Well, I wasn't that aggressive about it. I was like, I was like, listen, girl, you're drunk first. So I'm like, and I'm sober, so I could tell, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And he's got a big goofy smile on his face because now he feels embarrassed. Well, I'm like, B, listen. I was like, this is my sister. I'm not trying to stop your shine. I was like, if you're doing a good job, I was like, listen, I let you get the digits. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But you're doing bad, dude. I was like, you're doing bad, bro. I was like, you were, this is not a good job of hitting on women. And he was like, and you know so much. I was like, I just I just got a number. I was like, I just came from getting a number like not five minutes ago, B. Like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know if you've noticed this, son, but I've been talking to a bunch of different women. I'm like, you wait till it's 205, motherfucker. The lights already done cut on, and now you desperate out here scrambling, which you know we talked about before, man. He did that exact same. He was trying to scramble, and he's hoping that she's drunk enough where he sounds suave. And I'm like, you're not. And she can tell you sound terrible. Yeah. So it was just funny, bro. Because again, man, and you know what's crazy, bro? Like I said, I've been talking to women, and I'm not a lot. Some dudes hit on them so terribly. They started sending me photos, like screenshots, bro, of the text with other dudes where they're like, this is so refreshing. And I was like, what you mean? And they're like, man, you're funny. You're smart. Like, you're charismatic. I look forward to your text, blah, 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 blah. Okay, this is not to toot my own horn. I'm just trying to show a difference of like, women can tell the difference, you know what I'm saying, of if you're good with women. Because they'll tell me, they'll be like, man, you got game. Like, you're, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can tell you do this. Like, you're good at this. Where I'm like, you know, I got to play stupid. So I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, what do you mean? Like, this is me. And they're like, I'm going to send you something. And they'll send me a screenshot, bro, of like this dude trying to hit on them. 
and it's fucking terrible, B. Like, it's terrible. Or, like, they'll tell me about dates they go on where, like, bro, this one girl, she wanted a date with a dude, right? She said the date was going very nicely. The dude, like, would not let her pay for anything. He was, like, insisting, like, please, I'm going to pay. You know, put your card away. Your money's no good here. Blah, 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 blah. She's like, I gave him a kiss. She's like, he said he wanted to take me home. I said, I'm not really comfortable with that. Like, I don't want to go home with you. And he's like, but I've been drawing you. I've been buying you drinks all night. And I was like, oh, I, said, I know exactly where this is going. She's like, no, you don't. She's like, I've been buying you drinks all night. And she's like, okay, yeah, but I told you I would pay. And he's like, yeah, but I didn't let you. And she's like, okay, so because you didn't let me, why do I owe you sex? And he's like, this is bullshit. Takes his cup. He, now he finished his drink. But this ice still has liquor on it. Threw the ice in her face and said, you're a bitch. You led me on all fucking night. He's like, he's like, you led me on all fucking night thinking that you're going to come home with me. And now you're going to go fuck some other bum. And I was like, I mean, listen, we all think that every now and again, but we don't say it. <laughs> Which, listen, I don't actually think that because she's coming home with me. But yeah, anyway, I'm the bum. How about I'm the bum. But I was like, bro, I was like, shit like that happens. And so I've never heard that. Because again, though, because we're good with women, bro. We don't see that. We don't do that shit. Listen, the dudes I, I hang know. out with, like I said, again, this goes to important, man. Look at the people you hang out with. Because, again, the dudes we hang out with, because, listen, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. Me, Slim, Top Knot, we had eyes on us all night. Now, I'm not going to lie. We went to a bar one time. There was barely anybody there. And literally, right, I tell my sister, I was like, I'm not going to lie to you. There's only about two baddies here. She's like, yeah, I'm number one. Show me number two. And I was like, fine. In that case, there's three baddies here. That's funny, right? Listen, bro. my sister's hilarious, bro. I'm not going to lie. Listen, shout, again, shout out, Rosie. I love you. She's hilarious. So anyway, she's like, she's like, okay, I'm number one. Where's the other one? And I'm like, in that case, there's three baddies. You're number one. And I was like, there's a girl over there in a white dress. And I said, and there's another one over there. I said, but that one, I think she's with that guy. Because they've been kind of like up on each other all night. And so she's like, well, what you going to do about it? And I was like, she keeps looking at me. I was like, I don't know why. She looks at me again. Like she gave me the signal. I'm going to go on over there. Sure enough, she's dancing, grinding on her homegirl. And I see her look at me. And you know, I can see her on my peripheral. So then I go to go make eye contact and she smiles and then just looks away. I said, got him. I said, got him. I said, yeah. I said, I hooked, I done hooked the boy. I just got to reel this shit in. So I walk over there. I introduce myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, hey, how you doing? And she gives me her name and all this shit. And we do all this stuff, right? We do all that. Introduce myself. Gave me her number. Okay. Now listen, the rest of the night, because where I was, where we were at, like at the table, she was like across the way from us. Now, now, I'm literally not looking at her. But uh, Dan is telling me and shit like that. And my sister's telling me, they're like, bro, ever since you left that table, she's been swerving everybody. Like, she's swerving everybody. Like, listen, she got a resting bitch face on. And I'm not going to lie, she had that on before. But I was like, listen, man. That, I'm, what? I'm like, that shit a facade, girl. That shit fake. Yeah. That shit made up. You know what I'm saying? That shit's Lucky Charms. It's fake. So I go over there. And like I said, after that happened or whatever, whoop, whoop, whoop. She hits me up later that night. You know what I'm saying? Saying it was great to meet me, telling me happy birthday and all this other stuff. Cause I, I don't know, like again, bro. I'm cheesy, but it works for me. Cause yeah. I went over there, and you know, I told her that she's like, "Oh, what you doing out?" I'm like, "Oh, it's my birthday." And she's like, "Oh man, well, happy birthday." I said, "Well, it's, it's my birthday. I don't know if it's happy yet." She's like, "What you mean?" I said, "Well, I mean, I made a wish today on my birthday cake. I don't know if it's gonna come true though." And she's like, "What is it?" I said, "Well, listen, my blood candle. I said that I was gonna go out. I was gonna be a beautiful woman in a white dress. She was gonna give me her number." And let me take her out sometime. So, I mean, I, I don't know. This, I don't know if it's coincidence or what's happening, man. And she's like, 
She's like, oh, yeah? She's like, well, maybe we can make that come true. And they gave me her number B. Like I said, listen, I'm corny, but the confidence that comes God. with it. <laughs> I tell y'all, he really does this shit. Oh, I really do this shit. This is I really. don't understand how shit like that you pass. Because this is why. It is so fucking funny. And I tell him all the time. I'm a cornball. I can't do that. But because this is why, though. Again, we have different approaches. Because, like, I'm funny and I'm so confident where they're like, He's obviously being cute and funny. Like, he don't really mean this shit he's saying. Because, I mean, come on. Obviously, I don't fucking mean that. You know what I'm saying? I understand that. And my approach, I'm not just straight, hard, red. Because I, I, I know I got to make him smile, make him laugh, entertain him for the moment. So I'm down with that. But I cannot really say I have a pickup line. No, this isn't a pickup. I mean, I made that up on the spot. No, because a pickup line is something that a bunch of people use. Well, I'm saying the pickup line just something you shoot out there, like something like that. That's a pickup line to me. That's like I I get what you're saying. It's just a shot. To to me, like a pickup line is something like on Tinder where like you have a set opener. You know what I'm saying? Like where it's like I'm gonna use this opening line. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah. And like, cause like I ain't gonna. I did try this opener one time. I saw it on Reddit. And it's like, guys, this is 100 out of 100. It always works for me, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, I'm going to try it. This is the opener, guys. So if you ever read this, just know that we have shared this among ourselves, if you're a lady. Um, the line is, hey, can you keep a secret? Now the girl's like, okay, this isn't your regular, like, hi, hey, how you doing? Let me see what's up. So she's like, of course, I'm great at keeping secrets. What's up? I'm actually a time traveler from the future. And we're actually married. And I... And uh, the problem is, though, I've lost most of my memory, so I can't remember our first date. And then most of the time they laugh and they're like, oh, we did this, this and this. Don't you remember, silly? And it's like, man, I'm having such a hard time remembering. Can you help me recreate it and maybe the memories will come back? Why don't you give me your number and that way we'll go ahead and do it. And like I said, bro, no bullshit. I have showed this to my brother Alex, right hand to the man. If I'm lying, I'm dying. You know what I'm saying? Five out of six. Like this shit where I got numbers and smashed. Like off this opener, bro, that I got. And look, it's cheesy and terrible, but it worked. I th- listen, five out of six, I only ever had one that did not respond well. <laughs> where I was like, can you keep a secret? And she's like, sure, I guess. But she was already being dry as fuck. Where yeah. I'm like, why you want to match with this? Like, why did you want this? You wanted, you just wanted the ego boost for matching with someone. Anyway, I told her that. And then she was like, that is the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. Hell no, you can't have my fucking number. And I was like, you got to just stop and know, you know? <laughs> but that, that's just wild. But real quick, uh, so comfortability. Again, it's just I've introduced myself. It's an awkward situation. Turns out she's there with, like, her two cousins. So she just feels a little bit awkward about the whole situation where I'm like, listen, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, I, I just make her laugh and feel comfortable. Where She's like, okay, I like this. Where a lot of dudes are going up to her. And again, bro. Leading with their wallet. Some dudes come up there, bro, just like, with a drink in hand and gave her a drink. And she accepted the drink. And then she didn't give them no more attention. Where it's like, you see what I'm saying? You can't just be like, bro, I didn't buy her not a bitch-ass thing. I didn't I didn't buy her nothing. Like I said, I just introduced myself. I made this joke about it being my birthday. Well, I mean, it was my birthday. They made this joke about her being my birthday wish. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I only gave a small little compliment, but it's inside of the joke. So she just felt real comfortable with it. Like I said, the, the 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 problem that most men have is comfortability. Y'all don't know how to make women comfortable, bro. Like y'all are sometimes very aggressive or awkward. You know what I'm saying? See, I, I kind of had 
that situation happened when I used to uh when I first came home I was working at a barbecue spot I was a cook. Well, this woman comes in, mm-hmm. gorgeous, gorgeous woman. She comes in, and all the dudes, my coworkers, like shoot, they shoot, they doing their best shot. God damn, you think they was in the motherfucking army? How, how well they was trying to. I mean, listen. If if the army has that many misses, we need to redo the yeah, army. Yeah, we do. We do. We gotta redo the army. But they will shoot. They will shoot. Yeah. And she was curving. Yeah, curving tough, tough, tough. So I'm like, okay, you know, everybody doing that. But I'm really not focused on talking to because I I got a lot of people on my line. I'm need to try to knock this shit out. Yeah. Well, nobody was at the register. Her food was done. I kind of was like, just waiting on some shit. So I was like, okay, I can go ring her up. So I go over there. I ring her up and. All I tell her, like, hey, you know, I'm not trying to make this go any further, but you look gorgeous today. Look, it was like a Friday, Saturday night. She was out in the bus. I'm like, you look gorgeous today. She was like, you do too. I just walk away. I don't yeah. say nothing. I don't take it from the first. I walk away. Go finish work. All the dudes, she leaves. All the dudes get to talk about it. Yeah, she's bad, cute. So all the dudes leave. 15 to 20 minutes later, she steps back in. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? Did you forget something? Did I forget something? She's like, yeah, I forgot something. I'm like, okay, what is it? So I'm coming around. She's like, here, give me her number. And when I asked, I'm like, what was it that made you do that? She was like, just that one compliment changed my whole day. She's like, no one just calls me gorgeous. It's always something behind it. Like sexy, she's like, yeah. She's like, like you said what you said and truly walked away from me. Yeah. Like I said, cause I didn't really mean nothing extra by it. Yeah. I didn't want you to think I was like these other dudes. That comment was pure. Just she was looking nice. Like he looked nice. Yeah. I wasn't trying to shoot. You could have walked out that door. My my mind really didn't wasn't on you no more once I walked away from the counter. But she was like, it's just things like that that men, a lot of men don't do and don't understand. That can change the whole day. Yep. And as I, I just. Shit comes along. I said, bro, it's pretty funny because so, like I said, I was out with Dan and Slim, and bro, Slim talks about it all the time on his podcast on Splash World Radio, and I never really believed it because I'm like, how the fuck does that work? Where he's like, honestly, bro, he's like, I don't pay attention to bitches. Like, I literally do not pay attention to them whatsoever, and they come up to me. But sorry, he <laughs> sticks out though. Right now, listen, he. I went out with him, bro. You. This man. Now listen. Slim was so drippy that night. But look, if you look, okay, listen. He had on basically fucking zebra pants. You know what I'm saying? Like literally black and white striped pants with some Nikes that look kind of like the Back to the Futures. You know what I'm saying? They look kind of like that. And then a, a, just like a dope ass shirt and some a little bit of jewelry on. But bro, this girl came up to him and just dry, just like started twerking on him, bro. Damn near broke his dick off, by the way. <laughs> she twerked so hard on my boy. Listen, he's literally having to grab on her, but just so he won't fall back. Because, like, she's literally just throwing it that hard on him. And it's, like, fucking crazy, bro. But, yeah, like I said, I, I just, I don't understand that just, like, well, I mean, I do because it's happened to us, too, where we're, like, not really paying attention. Like, you're just focusing on you and having a good time. But actually seeing it happen from an outside perspective, because, like I said, when it happens to us, I don't think nothing of it because I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to chill. Like, I'm just trying to have a good time. I'm not really worried about nothing else. But then actually seeing it happen, I'm like, oh, this is what it looks like when it happens to us. I'm like, that's why I was like, damn, bro. I was like, 
that makes us look way more player. I'm like, because <laughs> it's crazy though, right? But it, but like you said, with us, I feel like, man, we're used to it. Yeah. We surround ourselves with dudes. We surround ourselves with dudes that's like, I'm, I, I know when I go out with you, I'm going to see you with a, a bag. Yeah. I know when we separate, when we be like, all right, man, I'm about to go ahead and mob this way. Yeah. I'm mob this way. We'll be that at the end. Yeah. One of us is going to prolong because we ran across something that yeah. we we're shooting at. So that meeting in the middle never really happened until we meet back up where we at the table. <laughs> where we so, started at. Yeah. Like, this way. Yeah, I just ran across. You see her over there, and she she be looking. Yeah, or some whatever going on. Oh, I'm gonna catch knowing y'all yeah, know I don't dance, but catch him on the dance floor. Oh, you'll catch him on the dance floor with a batting or just <laughs> something. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm just about to sit here and drink. I appreciate that more. Yeah, these these songs and they dance. They dance. One song turns to five dance, and the beat has to stop. The yeah. lights are still down, and he is out there cha cha and whatever <laughs> cha cha. And listen, it's not only Latin music too, because like I said, right. I'll, I'll meet women and like they'll, like, I'm out there catching ass and shit like that. Like it's crazy. Like I said, for all y'all people that listen to the podcast that are like, y'all don't get no bitches. I'm like, sure, whatever, dude. Yeah. But it's like it's crazy, bro. I'm like, y'all don't really actually see me out here. I'm like, when I'm out here, and when Tommy's out here, and when Slim's out here, when Dan's out, I'm like, when we out here and we apply pressure, bro. It's wild. By the way, also, I almost forgot, man. Shout out to Zari. He was also with us. That's my sister's friend. Uh, shout out to Zari. Zari's also a great time. And yeah, bro, After on Friday, after we hit up, so we was on a mid, we was in Midtown, right? After we hit up Midtown, we went to that after hour spot. You know the after hour spot I took you to? Bro, we go there and it's jumping and thumping, B. I'm talking about the music is lit. This gay girl done picked up my sister and shit like that out of nowhere. It was it was wild. I met a, I met a girl there too, shit. But anyway, it's like it's just crazy though because again, just going back to the original point of sometimes guys, what you should focus on is comfortability. And if you're not comfortable with yourself or like this is the thing, right? I'm not telling you to use cheesy pickup lines, bro, because if that's not you, like it's gonna come off as awkward and you're gonna come off as cheesy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be you at the end of the day. Like I said, Slim has different game than I do. Uh, Tommy has different game than I do. Dan has different game. Like, we all got different game. I'm not a simp, just saying that. somebody <laughs> out there not going to point any fingers or say any names, but you know who you are. Bro, I'm not a simp. Let it I just go. Have, no, I can't. You got I simp can't. tendencies. I don't have simp You do. And I told somebody. On this podcast, say, you do. Hey, on this podcast, I, you do. I, I, Hey, I got a question. So I read that and I was mad. <laughs> I wasn't mad, but I, I was hurt. I've never been called. I've never been. He was like, he's not. Um, he's not a simp, but he got simp tendencies. Simp, but he has simp tendencies. You do. So I'm simp. No. That's what you said. No. We're saying you got simp tendencies. But listen, like, we know why. Gay. We he's know. Not gay. But he got a whole lot of female tendencies. <laughs> oh, you're right. You are a <laughs> When you use that logic, you're right. That's how I look at it. But but, I don't, but with that, it's just, I don't know. I, I can't explain it how I want to explain it because it's just how things are. But I am not a self. I am ten toes down on women. Like, uh, how do I finally say it? H-O-H, hard on the whole. Like, <laughs> like, I'm for real. For listen, real. man, I, I just want y'all to understand. Something. I ain't calling all y'all. I, listen, I, I want y'all to listen. 
Okay. This is my thing, right? On that person that you asked, if you have simp tendencies, does she listen to this podcast? No. That's the problem. Because look, if you would have told her to listen to this, like to the podcast, bro, sometimes because this is the thing, right? This is why I don't argue with you too much on the podcast and stuff like that. But because I know who you are as a person and I know when we go out, I, I've seen you apply pressure and I've seen you do your thing. So I'm like, I know that he ain't no simp. You know what I mean? And I know you're not just out here spending buku amounts of money on women, stuff like that. But this is the thing, though, right? On this podcast, sometimes when you talk, you sound like a simp, son. Because I got to defend certain things at certain times. I know you have to. And we're not going to talk about why. But, this, and listen, you brought this up. I was not going to bring it up. But. I think you did bring it up, really. You brought it up. I was talking about something completely different. I was talking about being comfortable with yourself so that way women can seem the can feel comfortable with you. Oh. And then you said, I'm not a simp. I was like, all right. No. No. Anyway, I, I understand why you are the way that you are on the podcast, which we don't got to get into. But like I said, sometimes some of the shit you say, I'm like, that's terrible fucking advice. <laughs> I'm like, that is simp ass shit. Do not do that. But some of my, my the advice I give is I'm only giving because I've done it. But like like I just said, it's certain things you can do that I know I can never come across and do. Like, it's not. Does that not make it simp shit? Those cheesy, corny pickup lines that you just called them, right? Yeah. Because I use them, and I admit, I'm like, they're cheesy. So just because I use them and they work, right? And somebody else uses them and they don't work. And they're like, oh, no, they're not cheesy. Like, no, they're cheesy as fuck. Like, they're cheesy as fuck. So if you got some tendencies and you show some tendencies, and even though they work for you, are they not still simp tendencies? I'm not simp. I didn't say that. I said... The shit you talk about is a simp tendency. And just because it works for you, because listen, this is another thing, right? That people need to understand. Simp game works. Yeah. I've lost women to simps. Like, this is not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you that you can't run simp game and get women. Because you can. But what I'm saying is this. Nine times out of ten, you won't be respected if you run simp game. She sees you more as a mean to as a means to an end. You know what I mean? She doesn't necessarily see you as like she has this great sexual attraction to you. Because, you know, again, I, I talk to my sister all the time, you know what I mean? And just about different dating dynamics and stuff like that. My sister's been picked up by simps before, because simp game works. Because especially when women are down bad, not saying my sister's down bad, but sometimes when women are down bad, right? Especially that's when simp game works really well. Because let's be honest, most of the time, they were just fucked over by a fuckboy, right? Yeah. So now all of a sudden, they're like, well, hey, maybe I should go for this nice simp guy who's like trying to give me everything. But then after a while, they get fed up with that shit. You know what I'm saying? And again, it's the uh, there tends to be a general lack of respect. And most of the time, nothing long-term comes from that. Can it happen? Yes. But you want to go on a balance of probabilities because only women can afford to go off possibility. Men have to operate in probability. What's more probable? Yeah, and I can I can admit this. Okay. Okay. What's I might, up? You know, the whole, I might might have certain tendencies. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna put a label on what kind of tendencies. Okay. They are, okay. But I go. I approach a situation in a woman. Dealing with the situation, what's going on, or what vibe or feeling I get off of her. You sound like a woman right now. <laughs> I just want to throw it out there. Listen, bro, 
I do. I'll be like, I can't, I don't approach every woman the same. Okay, how about this? What's a vibe, Tommy? A vibe is the energy you give you giving off at the time. What is energy? The energy is just how you're portraying yourself for the moment. Do you like, see how it doesn't it the vibe and the energy, which a lot of women say, it's nothing tangible, bro. The, it, no, it's just a, a view for the moment. It's a, it's for the moment. Sure. Like I'm not looking. Oh, I need your vibe for the rest of your life. It's this the gonna show it's me the, the emotions that you, that you're feeling. Yeah, it's everything that you're giving off. At this is my moment. thing, right? That most people can't describe. You know what the vibe is? The vibe is the emotions that you bring out of that person at the time. Because you got to think about it. If you bring out lust. And attraction, those are emotions, those are tangible things. When you just say it's it's a vibe, they use that word because they don't know how to describe what the fuck they talking about. Well, see, so that's how you sound right now when you're you know, like, you gotta understand. Like, okay, this I mean if me and you are out, we at a club. Okay, we out. Females are turned up. Now we approach them. Okay. Their whole vibe and energy is just jumping. It's okay. it's live, they lit, they yeah. turned up, they want to have fun. We're gonna address the situation. In accordance to what's going on. Okay. Now, say we're out and about, and like I did that night with the Fed, I kind of walked off, and she was kind of in her own zone, mellowed out. Now I'm gonna approach her different than how I would have. Then I go approach the girls on the dance floor who already turned up because they're giving two different energies. Now I want to break her of this energy and bring her. No, up, uplifted more of something really going on. I want to shatter that. Did you, uh, did you break that energy, dummy? I'm broken. Uh oh. Uh huh. Sort of. Silence all of a sudden. Sort of. Listen, man. Kind of sort of. I want to show the difference of that night. And guess what I did? I went for the vibes that was energetic, and guess what I got? A number, and then I ended up seeing this woman for an extended period of time. That's the difference. I don't know why, bro. Listen. If a girl is not feeling me, I got no problem cutting and running. Like, I would literally cut her off because I'm like, bro, you ain't really talking about shit. Like, you're just trying to use me to get you to buy you a drink or whatever the fuck or waste my time that could be better used somewhere else. For some reason, you take that as a challenge of I can I can turn her around where I'm like, but why would you want to? There's way more women in here. Bro, bro, bro. She's bad. But you didn't get the number anyway, so what did it matter that she was bad? Because I didn't know I was going to get At the end of the night, break. did it matter? You knew you weren't going to get that I number. I thought I was going to break her. No, you did not. I did. There's no I way. Thought. I told you you weren't. I know. I should have stopped. I know. You she bought her a drink and everything. And she and what did she do? Graciously accept and still didn't give you her number. Because, again, she guys. She follow her on Instagram for a day. Exactly. So listen to this, guys. You see what that is? <laughs> That's a tendency. And, and that's what comes out no, of it. That's a tendency. No, you can't use my one bad example. I, I got a couple. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, B. No, there you go. Listen, we don't sell snitch on Block Talk. <laughs> but I'm just saying, though, bro, I've seen you tons of times. We're like, it's time to cut and run. And instead, you're like, I'm going to turn her around. <laughs> and I'm telling you, no, you're not. I got a baddie who's got a friend. I need some help. And you're like, I'm going to break this one, B. I got it. I got this. Now, I have to find a reason to drop this other fucking friend somehow and get her away from the, from the gang, from the group. Oh, my bad. It's all right. No, bad. listen. I, but listen, again, I still succeed is the thing <laughs> because I can tell she's attracted and I'm not putting my, my vibe, my energy, quote unquote, towards somebody that obviously doesn't want anything from me. 
Because that's what it is, bro. You know what she wanted? Free ass attention and free drinks. And you gave that stupid bitch both. I'm like, nah, listen, I have no I have no problem with federal officers, but that bitch was a motherfucker. All right. And listen, <laughs> that's why I tell you, because I'm gonna be honest with you, and some of y'all might not like this, especially if y'all are in the armed forces or if you're a cop. Most women that are cops or in the armed forces tend to be masculine as fuck, which is what I say all the time to avoid. You don't want a masculine ass woman, bro. Because guess what? If I wanted a dude, I'd still be in prison. Balls deep. All right? Like, what? Like, that's crazy. If I want a dude, I'd be gay. Like, that's that's what it is. Oh, shit. I apologize. That was not supposed to happen. I had this on Do Not Disturb. I did not know what happened there. I apologize for y'all hearing that noise. Yeah, but, I, man, okay. It's funny you say about female officers because I had one pull up at my job. Mexican lady bad, bad. And everybody, just how she was talking to me and her was going back and forth, it was friendly. But when she left, my, all my coworkers got on my ass. They're like, stop being fucking friendly to the laws. Nigga, you just did all this time. And you up in her face and da, 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 da. I'm like, bro, I'm like, man, it wasn't just that. But it was just like other little things that was going on. So I'm like, it just be crazy on the women that I do kind of attract and be around. Because they're all about, like I tell you all the time, I deal with high class women or high status women that I say that once they hear about my background and kind of my view on things, it's hard for me to win them over in a certain aspect, but I always kind of you know, break them into liking me, you know, not like make them you know downgrade them or anything and what they status are, but. Just, you know, shit happens when you when you gotta do what you gotta do. I love it's not doing what you have to do. Why? That's a that's that's a female trait. But I understand that. But do you understand it? And what do you like about women in uniforms? It's something about them. Like their masculinity. I can't explain. No, it's some some girly girls that are No, they are not. I'm not gonna say police officers, but I'm gonna say like in the military. No. There's some girly girls in the military. Listen, like, my uh, sister was in the military. And listen, she can tell you, there's a lot of gays. <laughs> there's a lot of masculine women. Like, it is what it is. When I say gays, I mean, like, there's actual gay women there, which I don't have a problem with. But again, that's a masculine woman. You know what I'm saying? They're, it's majority masculine women to where, again, out of a balance of probabilities, when she told you, I'm a federal officer. You should have been like, there is a, a more than likely chance she's going to be masculine and she's not going to want shit to do with me. Where, like I said, you should have cut bait because the girl that I ended up looking up with that night had a friend. Yes. You could have been I. When she told me I was a federal officer, that just turned me on even But why? What, what about that is attractive? I, I don't know. It's just, it is. That, you know, I think it was the status. At that moment of my You see time, how, listen, then you wonder why people time. say you have tendencies. This is how you have tendencies. You you sound like a whole bitch right now. You sound like a woman. I'm not saying women are bitches. I'm just saying. Man, it was just, I don't know, everything that kind of rocked with her at that moment. And she was bad. She I'm not saying, listen, I, I can I say, had to shoot my listen, I can say this. I saw her. She was bad. Where I initially told Tommy, I was like, bro, she's bad. Like, shoot your shot. I'm going to go find something myself. And then I dipped. But this is my thing, right? When I came back, 
and she went to the, she was going to the bathroom. You told me you're like she's a fed. I was like you need to cut and run. <laughs> and then he's like she don't know my bro. I ain't got shit to do, bro. I was like it's just this ain't gonna go the way you want it to. And did it go the way you wanted it to, Tommy? Was Boogie right once again? Okay, I then. Get, I get a lot about that. Time. Yeah, uh-huh. It, fucking conveniently. Yeah. Bro, it's all right, B. It happens. I selective memory. I forget the things I don't want to remember. I, I notice. But listen, let me remember for you, bro. It, it went terribly. Yeah. I think that's the night I threw up all on the door, too. That same night, huh? That, uh, yeah, that was that day. That was that day. Yeah. I had me sleeping in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. Glasses and throw up. It was not good for you. Not, it was not your night. And then I had to go. It was three o'clock, four yeah. o'clock. In the morning. You had to go to work like a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Fucking eight o'clock. Hey man, it is. Eight o'clock. I was drunk. I was like, listen, man. I'm I'm just saying, guys. There's nothing wrong with cutting and running. If you see something's not going well, bro, give up and go talk to somebody else. And listen, sometimes because I've had this happen, when you go talk to another woman, sometimes that first girl. Will see you with another woman and be like, well, maybe he is kind of attractive. And they, you can actually have them change their mind sometimes. But if you're going to stay there, listen, the worst thing you can do, right? So again, like with me with dancing, I'll dance with a woman, bro. And even if I had a good time and she's smiling and laughing, I'm going to dip on her ass. I'm going to tell her, I'll be like, hey, thank you for the dance. I appreciate it. And then I'll start walking away and she'll be like, oh, yeah, maybe we could dance again. I'm like, yeah, maybe. We'll see what's up. I'll see what they play. You know what I mean? Knowing that I also did want to dance with this girl again, but I'm not going to let her think that. And then guess what? When the next song comes on, I'm going to go ask another girl to dance. That way she can see, oh, he's got options. Like he's choosing to pick to dance with me the second time. He could have picked that other girl or that other girl. You know what I'm saying? But he chose to come back to me. And then that's when you start being like, can I buy you a drink? You know what I'm saying? Or you can be like, "Uh, where are you at? Let me come. Let me come talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk a little bit or whatever. Or let me get your number. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? There's a I because I've been in a situation where I dance with a girl. I had a great time. She doesn't. And I just cut it. I'm like, hey, thank you for the dance. I really appreciate it. And she's like, yeah, no problem. And I could see her dry tone, but I'm not gonna go ask her to dance again. I'm gonna fuck how good of a dancer she was. She could literally be a, a dance competitor, ranked number one in the world. I would never dance with that bitch again. Because again, if she's not interested, why am I gonna waste? My meat. Why am I gonna waste my resources, B? And that's what you did. You wasted resources on her. Hey, I had meat to give. No, you didn't. First off, because it was my, it was my, it was my money. So you had eat to give. Because I, in case you forgot, I was paying for drinks all night that night. Yeah, I had eat to give. So again, trying to eat. No, you weren't. Somehow I was trying to work. Somebody was trying to eat something. (laughs) Listen, I mean, you were definitely hoping she'd eat something, but she wasn't talking about that. She was, she was talking about. Going home and getting that plastic toy out before she was fucking with you. Goddamn, Bailey. Listen, man. Whoever you are, lady, I saw it from a mile away. I'd cut and run in your ass. But I'm just saying, bro, because you could have put that energy towards another woman and actually gotten a number that night or went home with somebody that night. That's all I'm saying. If we're talking to men about wanting to meet women and wanting to, you know what I'm saying, do their thing. But like I said, not everybody can be boogie. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, listen, man, I'm not the one with tendencies here, okay? I'm consistent as fuck. That's the problem. You flippy floppy as shit. I don't have tendencies. You have all the tendencies. No, I don't. Yes, I'm you do. Play a a Listen, man, when I went out with you for Omni Unique's birthday, shout out Omni Unique. Shout out. There was one player there. 
and his name was Boogie. Boogie was killing the game that night also. You want to talk about that night too? Huh? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> you wish, motherfucker. Yeah, I was drunk that night. Listen, man. I didn't drink that night, but I, no, I was drunk. Listen, listen man. Now. Everywhere Boogie go, he's sniping. And I listen, I shoot for the kill. And I'm not going to lie to you. I did a terrible thing. It's not even terrible. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I got this girl's number, bro. Oh, to man. this day. Have not sent her not one message. And she didn't get my number. I only have her number. It is what it is, bro. Sometimes you just do it for the sport, which is fucked up, I guess. It is. But yeah. it's not. I never do nobody like that. That's crazy. You see? Th these are the tendencies we talk about. <laughs> these are the Especially when you got that Kool-Aid smile, because now that we got the video down, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. You asshole. So, nah. oh, are you are you the host. Tell me what's going nah, on right now. I apologize. Uh, I'm lost. What? Oh, oh, yeah, my bad. I don't know, man. We we have to do something about our video quality. It's on me uh, about the videos. I know I told y'all last week that we'll have something up. I have about an hour worth of our session today, which I just kind of pull out little parts of it, I guess. Yeah, and, we'll uh, we'll clip it reels. up and put clips up. Yeah, put them on reels for you guys. Uh, but, yeah. It's we got to try to come up with something else to try to uh, record because video storage is killing us. Right yeah, now. which I don't I understand deleted, though. Yeah, and I was I deleted a bunch of stuff. I deleted a bunch of stuff, and I still don't know. It gave me an hour work before canceling out. So, yeah, yeah, and then uh, like I tried using my phone for the video also, but I got way too much stuff on my phone, I guess. But it's like stuff for like family and shit like that. That's like personal because I don't really post a lot of stuff like on social media. That's like my personal life with family and stuff like that. So yeah, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But hey, uh, we're going to try to figure this video situation out. We don't know what's going on. But like I said, we'll clip the hour and we'll figure it out from there. Try something for y'all, man. Just give y'all free will of just the entertainment for today. Uh, other than that, that's, that's pretty much a wrap for us. Uh, you got anything you want to say, Boogie? Uh, listen, man. So the reason why Tommy is hosting today, because he didn't want to bring it up. But I'm going to bring it up because I want to let y'all know I hold a grudge. So I've been reading y'all comments. People were saying that Tommy wasn't talking enough and that I was talking too much. So I was like, okay. I said, Tommy, you can host the show today. He's like, why am I going to host? I said, because it's what the people want. So if y'all like Tommy hosting, make sure to comment. And, the, and he can stay the host, honestly. I'm fine with that. Nah. And like I said, or maybe, you know, we'll, you host one time, I'll host another time. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll but know. if y'all like Tommy hosting and actually him speaking up more and, sh and steering the ship, you let me know. And like I said, I got no problem. I'm not an egomaniac. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a sin anonymous uh, comment there, so nobody does. But hey. Oh, oh shit. Jesus uh, Christ. Sorry, I was trying to look at something for you guys. But we're going to shout out to everybody, man, that we always shout out to. Uh, Splash World Radio, man. Rose, uh, Balanzi London, shout out to y'all again. Rose Miles, shout out to y'all again. Hustle University 2.0, shout out to all these great uh, ventures and uh, companies out there that's doing something. For us and helping us, you know, grow our status, our subscribers, our views, our likes, just 
all around fan base for us, man. We tried our best. We coming from nothing to show that, you know, you can get something that you do not have to always run back to the streets for that one big lick and talk about one more and I'm good. Nah, you ain't got to do it, man. It's plenty of opportunities for free money out here, man. There's plenty of opportunities to just grab something and run with it. So that's why I always say, man, stay positive, keep a positive mindset, and go get it, man, because it's out here for the not just taking, but, you know, for the earners, man, because fuck that other lifestyle. You ain't trying to either get buried uh, carried by six or whatever the shit's saying. What? Carried by, I'd rather be carried by six than... Oh, well, Maxo Cream says, I'd rather be carried by six than judged by 12. Yeah, so be careful, man, because them the two lifestyles that only come uh, our way. So for everybody, you know, our YouTube page, uh, our Instagram, our social media, go check us up. Go check us out. Like us, follow us, subscribe, talk to your friends about us, show us around your workplace, your house, wherever, man. If you got comments, you want us to talk about anything on our next mail call, send us a message, DM us. You can slide in my DM. I'm all down for it. But don't let Boogie be the only one trap me, set me up. Listen to last week if you don't know what that is, man. Listen last week. But hey, shoot, shoot me. I like, you know, I, mean, I like getting trapped. Like <laughs> so, but like, follow, subscribe, man, for all y'all. Y'all want to hang out with us, chill with us, man. We down for promo. We down to come out, turn up with y'all, show y'all our yeah. lifestyle. I will truly try to make one of these days that we go out and turn up. Y'all really got to work for me at night. So, yeah. Other than that, you know, you can follow me, see me at uh, dh underscore honcho59. My Instagram or my Facebook is under my real name. Y'all need to forget it though. But Tommy Maiden, y'all can check that out. Um, I don't know my TikTok and Snapchat, but well, uh, Cement Block Productions for TikTok, Cement Block underscore Productions for Instagram. Uh, we ain't got no Facebook because I'm not 90 years old. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Make sure that you like us, follow us, rate us, guys. That actually really helps with the algorithm a lot. Make sure you like all the videos that we post. Uh, subscribe. Uh, also, if you're listening on Spotify, leave a five-star rating. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, they all have a rating system. If you rate it, it'll push us higher in the algorithm, and we really love and appreciate it. Also, we're going to have a very special guest coming soon from the Six Mill Podcast, which uh, is an airsoft podcast. He's a great longtime friend of mine, uh, Frosty Boy, shout out. We're uh, going to get him here also on Block Talk, so be on the lookout for that. And uh, me and him are talking maybe about me and Tommy going on the Six Mill podcast. So, you know, uh, like I said, man, we got big things coming and we're going to keep on growing. And we appreciate y'all here for being along for the ride. Yeah. So, shout out to all. Thank y'all for listening and watching on this last episode of Black Talk. I'm Boogie. I'm Hancho. <laughs>